Peace. Peace, y'all. Hey, what it is, man? It's the Deezy and Weezy podcast. How you doing, Browskies and ladies? I'm Deezy. I'm Weezy. Hey, man, and welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast, man. Hey. So, you know, we, we, we steadily moving forward, man. Steadily going ahead with this thing, man. It ain't no stopping us, man. We, we 30 some episodes in. We want to thank y'all for watching and listening. Or oh, thank y'all for listening each and every time. You know, the reason why I always say watching, because I know eventually it's going to turn into a visual, uh, vid- video type thing with the audio and the visual. But, you know, we just, we just working with it, you know, for what it is right now, because what needs to be said needs to be said. And sometimes you only need to hear it. That's good enough, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, man. But, uh, thank y'all. Thank y'all for continuing to tune in. You know, the Facebook page is up and running. So if y'all want to hear us on Facebook, please do that, man. Like the page, share the page, all that kind of stuff. You know, we're in the process of uploading some of the old episodes, but all the new ones from season two is on there right now. So check us out. Yeah. And thank you for those who have already liked the page and commented on anything. Um, definitely appreciate it. Yeah. It's a little bit easier to message and comment on there than it is to send a person a, a personal email. So, Hit us on Facebook if you can. Otherwise, the email is dzandweezy7 at gmail.com. Yes. Alexa, give me 30 minutes. Sorry, I don't know that one. Alexa, give me 30 minutes. Hmm, I don't know that. Can you ask him? Alexa, set a timer for 30 minutes. 30 minutes, starting now. That's new. Buddy ass want to get proper with us. All right. Yes. I feel you. That's cool. That's cool. Keep it professional. Keep it straight. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, man, we're going to bust open this topic. Sweetheart, what's today's topic? Today's topic is drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, co-parenting and blended families. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. You know, we always bring the hot topics. We always bring the relevant topics. We always bring things that we feel like if it's on our mind, it matters. You know, so somebody out there needs to talk about this. I want to talk about this today. And we hit fire. Yes, yes. Maybe it'll be some things that we'll learn along the way. Maybe it'll be some things we'll be able to teach folks, you know, about the things we already know. Right. So definitely hit us up with your opinions, man. That's what that Facebook page is out there for. We didn't put it out there for fun. We want to hear from y'all. You know, so some of the things that we say on this podcast, if it rub you the right way, rub me the wrong way, let us know. Talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yes, yes. Let's talk about it. <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, you want to start, baby? You want to talk about something? You want me to jump it off? What you thinking? You jump off. Take the leap. All right. So let's talk a little bit about this thing, man. I'm, I'm going to start off because I always like to do my things in segments. I'm going to start off with the co-parenting piece. And I think we actually talked about this a little bit mm-hmm. on some previous episodes or whatever. But uh, I think co-parenting um, is a is a really unique opportunity. You know, a lot of people look at it as something hard to do or look at it as a struggle. Like, I can't get along with this person. I can't get along with this person. It's really an opportunity for you to uh, re-explore something that you've already dealt with. Mm-hmm. You know, because co-parenting don't mean always... That you with the person that you're striving to parent with, mm-hmm. you know, it actually means you know, co-parenting uh, from an outside environment or from two different environments. That's why it's called co-parenting, and uh, you know, a lot of times it helps when both parties have moved on. If both parties got a new mate, you know, it kind of helps. You mm-hmm. know, if one party moved on and the other hasn't, 
that causes, you know, a little bit of, you know, emotion, a little bit of feeling sometimes. And yeah, and then the other person, you know, I mean, it, it all, you know, it all really depends, you know. However, when it's two newly established relationships and those relationships are doing, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, it's just a new relationship, it gives, you know, four individuals a chance to come together and maybe utilize a little common sense amongst all of them as opposed to the two that was previously together trying to bump heads and, you know, y'all dealing with the same reason why y'all broke up, basically, you know, when y'all trying to co-parent. So having the two new entities could sometimes bring a little bit of, uh, you know, closure, a little bit of, you know, common sense, a little bit of objective view to the whole thing. So that's one of the things I want to point out is what is that really, that co-parenting piece, what does it really look like? You know, and how does, how does it make people feel about it? You know, um, it's, it's funny you mentioned the four parents and a lot of times we don't, we don't even think about that aspect and how fortunate that is for the Man, child, for yeah. the children, right. to have four parents. You know, sometimes you can't always have one parent to show up to everything or one parent to uh, support you in a way or or even two, you know. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got a parent that's working too much or, or whatever. And then now you got two extra parents that could be there for you, you know. Yeah. Um, and and that, that goes along with... If the ex party had kind of did the the homework correctly and chose the right mate to be able to introduce to the children and you know somebody they can trust around the children, but um, to me that's a humongous deal. Like to have four parents and it get overlooked. It yeah. get overlooked, man. People always look at it like it's some bullshit, but it really is a gift in a sense. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I know. I mean, for for a lot of people, unfortunately. We unfortunately we barely had uh examples of what a relationship looked like, let alone what co parenting looks like, you know. Um, but I had the opportunity to, to witness co parenting with my parents and I think they did a phenomenal job for what for what it was. Um, I was I'm very grateful that, you know, the I guess the stepmoms, even though he didn't marry them, but the stepmoms that I gained I still to this day have a, a really tight relationship with them. So um, I was fortunate enough to, to have a mother figure, you know, that, that care or mother figures that care about me. Because even my, my dad's first wife, which was prior to my mother, <laughs> she's even, um, you know, in, involved in my life. Uh, she's the mother of my oldest brother. So um, and when I lost my mom, I didn't feel like I completely lost her because at the end of the day, I had always had someone nurturing me, you know, uh, someone there uh, for whatever was missing in that aspect. I mean, no one could ever replace my mother, but in the sense, um, I never felt lost, you know, in, in that in that sense uh, because of that. So I feel like people are, like you said, they, they kind of overlooking the, the blessing behind having a step parent or extra, extra help, you know, um, or even like whether it's the kids or the parent, um, sometimes it's, it's truly overlooked because we, we as parents, like just being a parent alone, we kind of get overwhelmed and, you know, things just become too much for us. And we be, you know, uh, thinking we don't have any help when really we possibly do, do is just about opening that, um, that door or seeing an opportunity, um, to, to create a, a some sort of relationship for for the sake of the kids, you know. Right. 
even if it's just that, you know? Yeah, I mean, but in all actuality, man, we all adults, man. If people really deal with that adult nature and really deal with, you know, the well-being of the children aspect, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of times in, in past relationships or breakups or whatever, people be so caught up in their own feelings and their own, you know, dislike for the other individual and things like that. They forget at the end of the day, the overall good is the, the future of the kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't did our stuff. We didn't did our relationship. We didn't see if it worked. We didn't see if it fit. The overall future of the kids is what really matters, man. And that's where the co-parenting piece comes in because parenting really leads to adulthood. You know, mm-hmm. you could be a grown person. You could be an adult. That'll make you an parent. That'll mm-hmm. make you a parent. A parent is a person that could parent ideas and grow ideas and father ideas and mother ideas within people. You know, that's the parent piece of it. And I think a lot of times we get so caught up in our own personal feelings that we forget about the parent piece of it. And that's the danger of co-parenting. But the strength of co-parenting is if we can get a grip on this thing, mm-hmm. It, like uh, Weezy was saying, it gives us a chance to have not only one or two resources, now we got four resources. Now we got four perspectives. Now we got four different backgrounds, lifestyles mm-hmm. that everybody can learn from and gain from. Because I may have never played baseball. However, if the other new dad played baseball, maybe he could teach my son how to be a baseball ass nigga. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, but it really depends on how you set yourself up. Yeah. You know? Um, but it, it's it's a huge part, man. And we want to hear what y'all think about it because I know we talking shit. You know, we make it seem easy and make it so. And you know, like like we just said, when we open up. We ain't the experts on the topic. You know, we still looking at how to, um, you know, appropriate and how to acclimate our own blend, blended families and mm-hmm. you know that sort of thing. So you know, you know the kids will be over here tomorrow. You know, the quarantine busting off is like shit. Dude. Is y'all doing COVID prevention shit at y'all house? Because we doing COVID prevention shit over here. How y'all over here COVID up, COVID-19 and up my shit over this motherfucker? <laughs> but, um, you know, it really is about, you know, having that understanding. Because she good. We're like, well, shit, you know, maybe the kids shouldn't come over to after the quarantine. You know, because we up in this motherfucker. She works from home for the most part. So, you know, we kind of secluded in a sense of ourselves. So, you know, for the children to be able to come over, ain't nothing against them. How at the end, at the end of the day... We all at risk in some sense at this, at this point, you know. So, you know, we got to be real with it. And, you know, having something like this is an opportunity for us to measure, you know, how much you fuck with each other, really, you know. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we, I feel like I definitely haven't yet mastered co parenting or um, blended families, even though, like, I feel like I could. I, it's just more so of, um, the parties involved i'm not sure if if they are willing to or interested or you know um i mean i i don't have a terrible relationship with with uh my daughter's father but um we got a decent enough one where he's able to get the kids and like right now my youngest daughter is, is staying with her dad and then i have our oldest daughter so um but at the end of the day i didn't I didn't even see the the nigga like to you know <laughs> it was like an exchange like you know I sent her with her auntie which is his sister and she he came and got her from there and so um and I really haven't seen him since he left until we went to Florida but um other than that like we don't have like a a, a regular communication type of parent thing is just more so like when when shit go wrong or when I when I feel like okay I I really can't do this by myself nigga I need you <laughs> you know and um and I I don't like for it to be like that um I just found that 
it's a little more difficult to be friends with with him uh, because I don't know. It's just in the past, not not now, but in the past, it seemed like whenever I try to build some type of communication friendship with him, he then would try to make a relationship. Like, you know what I mean? Like he'll like sneak and say little things and little flirtatious things. And I'm like, I'm not really trying to go down. I'm not really in the mood to hurt nobody's feelings, you know? <laughs> so I just rather just, let's just do whatever this is, you know? Um, then, you know, get your feelings hurt. And then now we, we back to Mad, you mad? Yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I mean, I wish it was better. I wish, um, you know, and and I really like you were saying, like it, it, it. I do feel that it turns out so much better when both parties have moved on, because I found that when he was in a relationship or when he is in a relationship, um, he he don't take it that far, you know, um, so but, I mean, I barely talk to him to know what his status is to know like if. You know, at this point, I just keep communication with my daughter. And if I need to reach out to him, I do. But I rarely do. So, I mean, to me, it's really about knowing boundaries, too, man. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the biggest part of co-parenting is knowing that you're co-parenting. Mm-hmm. And being, uh, you know, aware or being cognizant of the fact that the relationship piece of it has run its course. So let's be co-parents, you know. So when girls or guys try to talk slick and try to bring up the past and old relationships... That really ruins the opportunity to co-parent because now the other person is like, well, you know, if I talk to this person for any significant amount of time, they're going to say something that's out of pocket. Why risk that? Why why put myself in that position? So let me just not talk to the person at all. You know, and um, unfortunately, that's a lot of what happens out here. You know, I mean, obviously, y'all got kids together. So at one point, y'all fucked. You know, so dudes seem to think in their mind, if I fucked the person before, I, I might be able to fuck it again, you know. <laughs> and women think that too. He wants this pussy before, he probably wanted it again. Shit. <laughs> you know, so you know, it's just it is what it is. And that's unfortunate, uh, unfortunate circumstance for all parties involved. Especially and until we can get past that and think about what's the real purpose for us even communicating at all. You know, like we said, if I can only contact you when it's time for some bills to be paid or or book rental, or buy school calls, or whatever. That's what it is, and let it be that. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunate as it may be, that's what it got to be for a lot of times, because people has, have mis, they be disillusioned. Yes, they have misconceptions of what, you know, the communication is for. You know, and also, you know, when I was talking about boundaries earlier, you know, co-parenting happens during business hours. For the most part, unless it's an emergency. <laughs> let's co-parent between 8 you think and, so. Yeah, let's co-parent between 8 and 6 p.m. Let's co-parent between 8 and 7 p.m. Because co-parenting don't have to happen at 11.35 at night unless it's an emergency. Mm-hmm. Don't be hitting my motherfucking phone talking about, hey, little Leroy needs some diapers. <laughs> Did he need diapers before midnight, bitch? Because uh, I ain't getting none right now. <laughs> and little Leroy's going to have to shit all over your house until I come over there. Yeah, I can bring him over my house because I got some auxiliary diapers. Well, don't be bring don't you know don't be bringing that shit into the the, the wee hours of the night, mm-hmm. acting like it's some official shit to do. Cause then you basically intrude, mm-hmm. you know. Cause whether a motherfucker moved on or not, if you hit a motherfucker during booty call hours, they still booty call hours, mm-hmm. you know. And he might have a booty call next to him, or she might have a booty call next to her. Mm-hmm. And you hit enough on motherfucker phone now the booty call question and shit. Wait a minute, I thought you said you was saying. <laughs> <laughs> 
So keep the parents, keep the co-parenting during co-parenting hours, ladies and gentlemen. Take take my advice on that. Yes, yes, that's some very good advice there. Um, like as far as like when if if we can get the co-parenting piece down, like I feel like definitely the blended family will mm-hmm. follow. It'll bring itself along. Yeah, it'll definitely follow. So um, I know I was, I know like. At first, you was, and I think we talked about it before, how, like, things were with, with my oldest daughter. She wasn't as um, easily easily convey, you know, as far as uh, getting along with you and things like that. And I felt like you handled it so well, and I think it helped that you had children, not just children, but you had daughters. Mm-hmm. So, teenage daughters at that. So, I think that helped a lot. And I know in the past, usually I dealt with guys that didn't have children because I didn't want to deal with baby mama drama. But I didn't I didn't think of the piece of, man, a guy who don't have children is not going to understand my children. Like, they're not going to understand the piece of when there's a point where I have to choose my children or when there's a point when, you know, if if um, he doesn't agree with a decision that, that I allow, you know, um, or something like that. Whereas when you're a parent... You 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 know the things and the, you the loops do, you, you would, gotta do sometimes. Yeah. You know? yeah, you know the things you would do and the loops you would go through or whatever. So, and, and the baby's always gonna come first. And when mm-hmm. people be not understanding, or oh, you chose them over me, nah, bro, they was here before you, G. Mm-hmm. I chose them before you, mm-hmm. <laughs> not over <laughs> you, before you. It's a difference. Yeah. And and uh, it's important to to be with someone like if they don't have kids, it's important to be with somebody that understands that aspect at least. Right. Because even if they don't have children, they have been a child. So, I mean, it all really boils down to dialogue, man. Um, I know you was talking about maybe having a meeting with me, you, my ex, her boyfriend, that sort of thing. Those are the things that in the dream world can happen. Because the reason why I say dream world, because that's the perfect place. It's all about the dialogue. If we can have an open dialogue and everybody put how they feel on the table and how they could help support on the table... That's that's ideally what you want in a blended family, you know, because mm-hmm. at the end, at the end of the day, when you talk about blended family, when you put something in the blender and you, it all becomes one, and it's mm-hmm. a good thing. Like so, when you make a, a smoothie in the blender, you put the fruit in there, you put the ice in there, you put the milk in there, you put the sugar in there, you put all these different ingredients in there, and at that point, it's just ingredients. Mm-hmm. Until you blend it together. Until you blend it. But when you really it's think about it, when you really think about it, the blender is a blade. It cutting that shit up and chopping it up and swirling it up. We be so scared to go through the chopping it up and swirling it up that we never become blended. We never become yeah. a smoothie. We just become ingredients and we just be trying to put ingredients together in a cup. Mm-hmm. If you drink those same ingredients without blending, there'll be some nasty shit. Sugar with some fucking frozen fruit freezing your lip and you got the milk coming down your throat and you lactose intolerant. But when you blend it up, it's all good. It's a masterpiece. How about we got to go through the tops and the blades, right? Mm-hmm. We be so scared of the tops and the blades that we never get to the point we need to be at. So think about that, man. Think about that because, you know, components are components. Ingredients are ingredients. You could take a, the components to a radio and just lay them in the field and you don't hear shit. But if you put them in similar components with the speaker to the to the uh, sci-fi, to the Wi-Fi, and to the motherfucking um, antenna, and the uh, trans what is it transistor? Now you got sweet music, man. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to be components, or y'all want to be a radio? What y'all want to be? Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, that's definitely, I don't want to say my dream, but it's it's ideal. Right. Um, Make everything I better. Think, yeah, definitely, you know, um, especially with dealing with teenagers. I feel like uh, if your kids were smaller, it'd be a little easier to not feel like I have to force myself on them. <laughs> like, I feel like I have to, I'm, 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 I'm like allowing things to unfold, but I don't know if it's just the sash thing, but I'm not a very patient person. So, and I don't want to just like pounce on them like, hey, you're going to, you're going to love all this goodness I got, you know, (laughs) but, um, you know, I think that if, if there was like a sense of understanding and they, they knew like, okay, my mom cool with with this and she's okay with that. You know, that determines how fast a person is willing to accept you mm -hmm. is what they think and their other parent is thinking. Mm Mm-hmm. Just to my dad, like you bitch, don't mean my mama do. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. you know, at the end of the day, it's just about the kids, and and I always love kids. Like ever since I was a kid, I always loved kids smaller than me, and I always wanted to help them out and be a uh, um, be somebody they can look up to, somebody they can get them ideas, somebody that can that um can be a leader for them in some sort, you know. Yeah. Um. So even now, you know, so it's like, I mean, I think that's a huge part of this whole thing, man, is like when you doing the right things and you introduce some people the right way and you work your way in and you work these things in slowly and surely. I think that it really boils down to the personality of the individual, because like, all right, so say mom and dad was together and now mom and dad have got two new people, obviously is some characteristics or some things that your mom like about this individual, some things your dad like about this individual that may be pertinent to you because at one point she liked your motherfucking daddy. <laughs> and at one point he liked your mama. So some of these individuals that, 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 that's on the outside not really getting the chance to fit in and get in where they fit in at, it's kind of unfair, you know, because, you know, you talked about Sagittarius and, you know, just some of the characteristics and the, the things we bring along. Every kid I fuck with like me. You know, every kid I be around, they find something about me that they like, and they can they can you know grab on to the Showtime training. You know, Showtime love the kids. You know, so it, it it's just a it's just a part of who I am, and I think you got that wheezy. And you know, it's unfair for these other people to be in these other relationships. They might have it, but because they haven't been given the opportunity to meet these people and see these folks for who they are and what their mama really like about them or what their daddy really like about them. They don't even understand the gift they got before them. You know, I was outside playing some basketball with the neighborhood kids, and the little guy came up to me like, yeah, man, I make beats. Y'all got to understand, this is a 17-year-old Caucasian male with an Asian kid, an Asian and white kid. Talking about he make beats. And I'm like, oh, you make beats? You know what? Beat it, nigga, like Michael Jackson. <laughs> but he brought the little speaker over and got to play on the beats. I'm like, damn, nigga. Do your parents know about this? And he's like, nah, my mom didn't really don't know. You know, I really can't talk to him about it, man. But I know you be out here. You be hanging with us, kicking with us. And, you know, you seem younger than you really is. So I just, I feel like I wanted to let you know. Ooh, ooh, and that type of thing. I'm like, damn, bro, your mom. And we talked about that. You know, Weezy recently. You know, I talked to one of my nieces, one of my twin nieces, and she pulled out artwork out the motherfucking woodwork, <laughs> artwork out the woodwork, and we find out she's a motherfucking anime artist. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's really about the individual to bring certain things out of individuals, and I hate when children have to miss out on that when you got a whole secondary parent mm-hmm. that could probably pull some shit out of you with your 
the the immediate parent is in the way keeping that shit from happening. That's not fair, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, you know, your your kids actually have uh, you know, some some other male help at that, you know, over there. So, what do you? And I feel like they don't. I don't want to say they don't. I don't want to say take advantage because advantage sounds like a bad thing. But advantage, taking advantage of an opportunity is not a bad thing. So what do you, um, but I feel like they don't take advantage of the opportunity that he's there. What do you, why do you think that is? Like, do you think it's something you can say to them, something that can happen to help that part of the dynamic be a little smoother? Well, it's a couple of reasons. It's like me and you were talking about earlier in the podcast. If a person ain't introduced a certain way or made available a certain way, yeah. then the kids ain't going to take advantage of it. Second reason is that if they used to a certain type of, interaction with a male (laughs) and that's not like that then they don't want nothing to do with it Mm -hmm. you know I made myself readily available to my children and I would take myself from certain levels I mean I'm a college educated you know adult that didn't travel overseas and been in corporate America and been the you know this person and that person I didn't did rap and you know yeah so I took myself out of those elements to be able to fuck with my kids so that they could understand that I'm still a human. I'm still their dad. Mm-hmm. And I could play with them and smash cake in their face and they could smash cake in my face. I could blow bubbles and have a water gun fight with them. If that's what they're expecting from a male, they're not going to get that all the time. Not from a grown adult African-American male. That's not going to come every time. So if a motherfucker ain't showing that, they think he weird. What the fuck you doing, nigga? You oh you serious? Oh, why so serious? You uh Alexander Van Hughes looking ass nigga. You can't interact with us, okay? So, you know, but everybody ain't for that. That ain't for everybody. Everybody don't do that. I just happen to be that type of guy, and that's why children get along well with me. So I don't fault nobody for not doing that. However, my kids in particular may look at it like, oh nigga, you don't bullshit. You don't even know how to fuck with us. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but it, it's really about having a conversation like, hey, y'all know. Little dog can help y'all. Y'all know Buddy know how to do this. Or, you know, he's good at woodwork. So if you want to make a cabinet, he could probably help you with it. You know, he do this. Or, he, you know, he used to play basketball. Or whatever the case may be. Make it available. Make it readily available, man. And, and, and be proud of it. Roll with it. And share it with your children. You like the motherfucker. Why, you know what I mean? You like, this, you like shorty. Why don't you tell your kids, hey, kids, she cooks all my meals. She know how to cook very well. Why don't y'all come over here and get some of these cooking lessons from Shorty so y'all don't be fucked up when the pandemic happened <laughs> and y'all can't go no for fast food no more. <laughs> so, um, I mean, would you say that the introduction between me and your kids went well? Do you remember what that was like? Like, did you? I do. You know, I, I ain't going to say it went well because it all happened at separate times. If it was up to me, it would have been one big fantastic presentation yeah, and I know, I know how to, to give set up something. I know how to give presentations very well you know that was my <laughs> livelihood that was part of my job for three four five years so in my mind in my perfect setting you know nobody would have met you until I gave the the motherfucking presentation they all would like dun, 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 dun. like hey that girlfriend is a shit nigga but it didn't happen like that and I guess it's probably better it didn't because they got to all learn you and find out things and see you in an individual, personal kind of way, you know, which in my mind may be better, you know, because sometimes when you when you set a motherfucker up 
you know, and that light and that highlight, you know, real. That expectation. Yeah, that expectation. And then, then if it don't live up to it, then now they like, oh, nigga, you said. You know, because you know how I could be. You know, my energy and what I bring to the table, how I interact with people. I don't know where never want nobody to be like, well, she probably just like that. Because you're not. You know, I don't want them to think you are. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not fair to you to have them assume that you would be like that because of how I am. You know, and the same thing go, you know, with you. You know, I know I don't really even remember how I met your kid. I remember how I met your son. You brought him to the house, but I don't even remember what it was like meeting um, your daughter. So, you know, your oldest daughter. So, um, you know, I mean, how do you feel about it? What you think? What's your take on it? Um, I don't know. I, I found it funny, but it made me wonder if... Uh, I know I, I look... I. I listen to a lot of um, videos about the laws of attraction Mm -hmm. and like how you can attract the things you actually don't want because you're so focused on what you don't want. Right. What you're not going to get. I don't want to end up with this. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it made me wonder if like, because I I remember like um, asking you about your kids and everything. You like, no, I just, you know, I just want it to be a good time and I want to set it up like this. So I have to wonder if that's something you definitely didn't want because how things just end up panning out where like it was just like we were all in the same space at the same time. It's like, oh well, hi, hi, hi. <laughs> you know, um but I mean I, like your kids are so I think they lovely, you know, and so talented and so smart. Um I feel like I don't have a I feel like I haven't given them an I don't know if it's me, <laughs> but I feel like I haven't been able to give them an opportunity to get to know me. You know, per se. But well, well, the thing is, you know, they they were telling me, well, you know, she don't say a whole lot, Dad. Because I asked her one time. I was like, you know, you know, y'all don't seem like y'all you know, really interact with uh, Weezy like that. Like, is everything good? Like, y'all mad? Or is y'all salty? Like, y'all think y'all mom don't like her? Or is there... Well, she don't say a whole lot, Dad. The thing is, they think motherfuckers are supposed to act like I act if I'm with you. But they got to understand, I act like that around them because of how we've grown up together. They've grown up with me acting like that. It takes a lot of energy for me to do that. And at my age now, it takes a lot more out of me than it did 10 years ago. About 10 years ago, I could run on a motherfucker tightrope, do a backflip, jump down, go get ice cream, go to the Dollar Tree, come back, drive around the baby, go up the slide eight times and come back and act like it was nothing. If I try to do that shit today, I'd fall asleep halfway through it. <laughs> <laughs> But luckily, they're not that young to even need all that. But, um, I mean, it's, it's strange, like, because I, to me, I talk too much, you know. And, In certain uh, sense, but not when they're around, you know, you barely say two words. Well, yeah. Um, I guess because it's, you know, I don't know. I, I think it's just more, um, they, they're more of, if I ask a question, they just answer it. There's no question behind it. Like, oh, well, how, you know, if I'm like, how's your day? It's like, oh, my day was good. How was yours? It's, it's, there's that, that question, how was yours, does not, it's not in there. So Mm-mm. that that tells me that I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> so, and I'm not going to push the issue. I'm just like, okay, I did my part. That's all I could, that's, it's cool. You know, so, but. I get it. I get it. I mean, it's all to be determined. It's all to be fine. It's all to go through and go through. Like yes, I said, yes, yes. like I said, to me. I feel like doing shit 
is the way to do it. You know, that's why we went bowling. That's why, you know, when this quarantine shit is over, we're going to do more shit. Because I feel like being somewhere, you got to answer those questions or ask those questions. You got to, you know, you come into those questions. Oh, what y'all want for breakfast? Alexa, stop. Alexa. Alexa. Stop. Oh, I like pancakes because of this. Ooh, ooh. I like waffles because of this. Ooh. And that's where the conversation comes from. It's something simple. It's the simple things, you know. Mm-hmm. And we haven't had the chance to do that yet. You know, we haven't had the chance to wake up in the Airbnb together or, or go through this situational cipher together or get on the plane together when ain't nobody really sure yet, nigga, because COVID-19 is just over. Should we really be on this motherfucker, you know? Those are the type of things that spark the conversation to create a lifetime together, you know. That's why when me and you got together, we could have just went out and been on some let's hang out at the club type shit or let's go talk over dinner type shit. But we didn't do that. We did everything in between. We went to outdoor festivals and movies and Arch Street and sitting by the water and county fair, get you on the Ferris wheel for your first time and all that shit. I did that because I knew it would bring something out of you. You know, it wasn't just because I wanted to do the shit. I, was, I could do that anytime, but I wanted to bring something out of you and, that's the same thing we got to do with the kids. That's the same thing I try to do with your kids. Go do shit and do shit so we can bring something out of them, you know? Because mm-hmm. the actual event and the experience is what brings it out of them. It ain't just us sitting in front of them asking you, so what do you like? What don't you like? How old are you? What do you want to <laughs> do? You know, that's not how it goes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So... I think this was a good discussion. I think it was a good topic. I think it was an opportunity for me and Weezy to get some things off our chest or at least express some things that we was thinking about. We would love to hear, the, hear from y'all, too. Because I know if you in this situation or a situation similar to it, this conversation sparks some shit in your mind. Don't hold it in. Don't keep it to yourself, man. Let everybody hear about it. Let everybody know about it. Hit us on the Facebook page, man. Mm-hmm. Facebook messengers. Um, you know, somebody just um, messaged us during this thing. It wasn't about the podcast at all. How would they hit us on the podcast page? I'm like, oh, bitch, did you not know what this was for? <laughs> hit the appropriate page, goddammit. So I'm like, did you still work here? What? <laughs> Get off my line. <laughs> no, nah, but for real. I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all know tomorrow is Friday, my favorite day of the week, man. So this Thursday, Thursday, tomorrow is first Friday. Enjoy yourself, man. Don't let this quarantine bring you down, man. Keep your energy high. Keep your vibes up. Keep yes. your inspiration where it needs to be, man. Stay inspired because when this shit is all over, we're going to come all out of it. Oh, and, okay. And, uh, you know, help where you can, you know. And um, always thank the people that serving you, you know, because at the end of the day, some motherfuckers go through anxiety and they still working. They still preparing our food for us. They still, like, bringing up groceries. Still got to touch shit. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so thank the people. Thank the clerks. Like, fucking thank the people that's preparing your food. Show some gratitude because at the end of the day, this is hard for everybody. You know? Right, right. And I know this is a little off topic, but me and Weezy was talking about this yesterday, man. Be grateful and thankful for what, for what you got, man. Yes. Take a step back and realize, hey, man, we closed in the house, but at least y'all got food to eat. At least y'all got the stuff roof. to wash y'all ass with. Y'all got roof over y'all head to be quarantined under. Yeah. You know, so be happy, be grateful, be thankful for what you got, man. Don't wait till November every year to do it. Recognize the things around you. Recognize the greatness within you and be proud and happy for it. So 
I ain't gonna get out of here before I start preaching on y'all ass. That's a whole nother <laughs> podcast. Hey, stay tuned Saturday, man. We got a special guest, my man School coming through. Yeah. He do hair and shit like that. Musical career beyond, you know, beyond belief on stage with Missy Elliott in video and shit like that. We got a special guest coming up on Saturday. Me and we's gonna be in the building on location. But until then, man, I told y'all motherfuckers, not just what I told y'all listeners, then I'm gonna start every podcast with peace. peace. And then everybody got some peace. peace. And just so y'all ain't think I was joking, we out of here. Peace. peace.